0: everybody. This is Tabitha. Welcome to another edition of White Wellness. Today is October 5th, 2022. Broadcasting out of New York for White Wellness Radio. That song right there, Joy Division, Shadowplay, 1979. The title of this week's broadcast is Wednesday Weirdness. And what does that word weird even mean? It's a word that's utilized so much these days, right? That's so weird. That's weird. It's always something people use, like many words, incorrectly. So what does the word weird really mean? It comes from the old English word, W-Y-R-D, destiny of dramatic origin. The adjective originally meant having the power to control destiny and was used especially in the Weird Sisters, originally referring to the Fates, later the Witches in Shakespeare's Macbeth, and the latter gave rise to the use uh, of the sense unearthly, or in the early 19th century, unearthly, so better or different than being just merely terrestrial. So when we say someone's weird these days, sometimes it almost means more what the word queer used to mean back in the day before it took a really weird turn and means all different types of depraved things these days but that's the origin of the word weird coming from the old English word w-y-r-d and it's a noun that's thought to be formed from the old English verb uh ooh, this is a weird looking word we're upon. it's like a p but it's got like an upper part to it So the Old English word weirpon was the origin of the word word or weird, which comes from the modern-day word weird, W-E-I-R-D. And this old meaning was to come, to pass, or to become. So essentially it's a concept in the Anglo-Saxon culture, roughly corresponding to the fate or personal destiny. And what are we always told via the Abrahamic uh, trio that Supposedly, you know, God has a plan for everybody. What about creating and being the creator or or create tricks of our own plan? That's kind of why I called it Wednesday Weirdness. So that was the word of the week, by the way, to weird or word. And now to continue with the rest of this broadcast, I have guest, someone who I've had on before, someone who I used to do radio with at some other networks. I'm going to have my guest calling in right now. If they are here to call in, maybe I could call them in. Oh, I'm getting the call right now. Okay. Hello. Oh, That's not a call. Okay. I think I just sent an invite. Oh, I think I've got the call right now. Hello. 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 Ah, can you hear me? oh yes i can
1: yes can you hear me
0: yes i can hear you can you hear me all okay hello oh it's been a, it's been a while it has yes. uh welcome to the broadcast
1: <laughs> all right sorry about that i think i was having issues on my end Am yeah. I coming through
0: okay? Yeah, I can hear you real good. Is that can everyone else hear um Josh and hear me? Everything's good. Let's see. But yeah, I I can hear you. So um yeah, welcome. And um, okay, um a fellow uh kep six four two okay. or a fellow woman is saying either um I guess we can hear you both. Okay, gravy. So yeah, I have Josh joining me for today's broadcast. We hadn't done a show in quite some time, so we figured we'd just talk about some things, some current events, just some, you know, just kind of have an organic chat about a lot of things. Yeah. So where should we start off? Um, hmm, maybe start off with some of the stuff that I guess has been happening maybe over on the Telegram channels and things of that nature. There's been a a lot of just, hmm, how would I say it, uh, a lot of back and forth, a lot of people who have gotten... Uh, blocked for just being really unsavory. And I guess it's exposed a lot of behavior that I didn't really think was so widespread. And it also shows that some of these uh, younger generations, maybe more like the Zoomer or the young millennials, or even the alphas are being exposed to all types of propaganda about the opposite sex, which is not only true, but very damaging and creates all types of division within any type of movement, not let alone the movement itself. So do you have anything, Josh, that you'd like to say about that, about this this divisive nature of kind of the stuff that's been going on in the chat lately with the battle of the sexes, if you will?
1: Yeah, hang on one second. Let me, okay. Uh, check some, okay. Um, yeah, the, uh, (laughs) I don't know what to say that's already been said by me. Uh, I feel like I'm a broken record for those that have been in chat and have heard me. Um, it's childish for one. It is very childish. Um, I feel like there are a lot of young people who are, um, I guess, what's the term to use? Maybe wet behind the ears Hmm. when it comes to uh, relationships, men and women. um, Maybe they feel jaded. Maybe they've had bad experience. And I would say the same thing. There are women out there that feel the same way. Uh, They've probably had bad experiences. They've, um, uh, you know, have had uh, terrible men in their lives, whether it be a family member or boyfriend or husband, same with the men they've had family members in their lives, girlfriend or, or wife. Um, and I'm not saying that this is always the case, but it seems that a lot of these people take their bad experiences and they use that to blame the opposite sex for the problems that they have or the problems that they perceive, if any of that makes sense.
0: Yeah, it definitely does. And that's a lot of what's happening. And I guess it's easy to kind of fall into that, especially if, I guess, if one is traumatized earlier on. Maybe via the opposite sex parent, then they'll kind of pick and choose that pattern as they go on with, you know, mates throughout their, their life, or even could be the same sex parent. It could manifest either which way, but there seems to be a lot of that these days. And it's just, it's just sad to see this polarity and not like a good polarity. It's like a, it's a divisive type of thing that's going on. And so many young people seem like they almost don't have the skills to even maybe talk To, um, you know, the opposite sex, especially it seems this way with some of this incel culture, um, which seems to be more of a thing. I read a stat the other day regarding relationships and and sex and sexualities. It said that the generations now, I think it even said especially the millennial generation, which I believe encompasses what, like 1980. People say like 83 or 82 to 96, something like that. And how people like of the silent generation, which would be probably the grandparents, maybe of some people listening or maybe the great grandparents, that people from that generation actually had way more sex than people are having now. Here's the stat, actually. After controlling for age and time period, those born in the 1930s, which would be the silent generation, I think that's 1924 to 1945, uh, they had sex the most often. And people born in the 90s, which would be those younger millennials, actually had sex the least often. What do you think of that stat?
1: I think that's uh, basically indicative of what we're seeing in the culture. A lot of the uh, the vision there's a lot of, um, and I'm not one of these trad guys or anything like that. Um, I have no problem with women in the workforce. I have no problem with women, um, you know, building themselves up or anything like that if they wish. But it, I think a lot of what we're seeing with that, like, you know, less sex and whatnot, um, has also to do with the, uh, over, um, independence, I guess, that people have, you know, they want to be super independent. They, the, the uh, idea is, oh, I don't need a man or for guys, you know, I don't need a, I don't need a woman. I'll just, you know, date, 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 or, uh, you know, I, I, pardon the expression, us guys know this one, you know, rosy palm and five fingers. So, <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> sorry, sorry. So, I mean, I, I think, <laughs> I think that's, uh, I think that's indicative of the culture and the society that we live in. Um, yeah. Now. Did, did I catch that when you were reading that, was that for all cu- all people or was that like pointing out like married couples and people in relationships?
0: It wasn't broken into categories, just says those born in the thirties versus those born in the nineties. So it's just correlating those two generations. So it could be anybody. Okay. Yeah.
1: Because I mean, you do have now this, you do now have this hookup culture. Yes. And so I'm, I'm kind of wondering, I was like, Well, even though people aren't – if that statistic is true, but we still have this hookup culture. But then again, I'm sitting there going, well, I'm also married, so I have no reason to be in the hookup culture. But if I was single, would I be in that hookup culture? How many people that you know Mm. are single do that or do they date in the normal way? You know, finding somebody, bumping into somebody, going to grocery shopping, you know, hooking up with a neighbor. Not using the term hookup, but, you know, meeting up with a neighbor. That's how my wife and I met. We were neighbors, and uh, we started talking, and one day she invited me over for a dinner and a movie, and it went from there. So so how many people do that nowadays still, as opposed to getting on, what do they have? Um, Tinder. Oh, my God. Tinder. There's Hinder. What's that? There's Tinder. There's Tinder? Huh?
0: What is it called? I, I think it's what it's called. Hinder. Hinder well, or is it hinder? I think... I've never heard
1: of that before. <laughs> no, hang on. It's I've seen it advertised. <laughs> I'm gonna look this up. Right okay. Here. Um. Jesus, hang on.
0: I know there's something called grinder, uh, which I think they changed the name recently to no, no. Kinder. Like kindergarten.
1: Uh, oh, that's that sounds cringy as hell.
0: Well, it's actually like. It's worse than cringy. It's actually like a, a a way to like surf for kids. Like it's a basically that grinder websites for gay guys, but it's actually for gay guys who are looking to abuse children. I think that's really what it is.
1: Oh, okay. oh Jesus! I don't even want to think about that. Hinge, Hinge is the oh is Hinge, the oh, Hinge. Okay. But there, there's, there's others out there. But so now there weren't any dating apps when I met my. Well, I guess there were, but. Um, it was like in the realm of uh, MySpace when MySpace was still or match.com match. um, like that era right or ma- match.com yeah. yep. or uh, eHarmony Yahoo chat <laughs> yeah eHarmony yeah <laughs> oh my god have you seen the advertisements for match.com and eHarmony now um no I haven't but they're probably hilarious
0: what do they entail
1: I uh, know. They're not hilarious. They're sickening. Oh um, really? I don't know. Are they like gay but stuff or a- race mix? Like what there, is it? Yeah. There, there, there's this one. I can't remember if it was either. I think it's match.com. There's this one where it is a gay race mix couple. Oh gosh. You know? And let me just, let me just get this out of the way. Is it just me? Like if there's a white gay guy, you can tell he's gay. Like, mm. okay, he's gay. You, you can tell he's got the mannerisms. He's got the walk. He's got the talk. He's You can tell is it just me or is it for some reason whenever you see a black gay guy it's over the top like like it's (laughs) way it is like they they're way over gay
0: you know i i actually think of I? uh, I, i think you're right it makes me think of that movie mannequin from the 80s with that hollywood character uh he was like this flamboyant like black guy and like i didn't know what gay meant when when i was seven when i saw that but i was like why is he like that
1: and that's what it is yeah you're right I was in a store yesterday and I seen this black guy. He's wearing short shorts. They were pink and he's wearing this Damn. top that that's cut high to where it like rides and shows his belly button. And he's got a man bun up. And I'm like, he doesn't even have to talk. Wow. I know, you know? It's, yeah. And it's just like, whatever, you know, I, I I don't care what people do in their personal life, but at some point I'm like, can you have some fucking decency when you come out? Can you have some dignity? Yeah. Um, But, you know, most people care these days.
0: Yeah, most people don't care. It makes me think of back in the day when people would go to a restaurant, it was typically like, you know, you've got to dress the part to go to a restaurant and now people go to a restaurant and, you know, things they woke up in. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I shared this story with you. I was—I uh, took my uh, my family to a, a restaurant. We were coming back from vacation, and I stopped at this place. And the hostess, and I'm not gonna lie, very attractive, had no bra on. Now, how do I know she had no bra on? Because when she bent over to grab the menus for us and the napkins from her from the podium, I'm a guy. I'm sorry, I saw straight down her dress. And I was like, holy, crap. you know, and I, I, I kind of glanced the way, you know, I didn't want to make it obvious, but yeah, it's, it's like, my God, are you not self-aware? <laughs> I, I can understand wearing a dress and not wearing a bra and kind of, you know, airing things out or maybe the, the, the dress doesn't look good with the, with the bra. I get that, but bend over in a different way, please uh, squat if you have to, but uh, man, I mean, she had to have known that she's exposing herself the way she bent over and it's like, people, check yourself in the
0: mirror, please. <laughs> yeah, I feel like there used to be more of of just that idea of, you know, kind of having more of a check-in with oneself before they went into, like, public. And now, I guess, since, like, most people make their home life public with what, what they show on, you know, their anti-social media or their whatever they do, there's this sense of the world just being a 24-7 thing where there's no fancy anymore. It's all just kind of interwoven into one thing. And maybe that's why people are having less um sex and it kind of makes sense of what uh, max is saying here in the chat the zoomers are over socialized yet under socialized at the same time too much internet socialization yet little to real life socialization it makes them more prone to hang-ups and stereotypes definitely
1: yeah plus and and you've mentioned this in in your previous show and and many times in chat and i I've wanted to touch on this myself one day. Is we are a very busy, 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 busy culture. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh, I've got to do this. I've got to do that, and and, and here and, and again, we're over sexualized. I think in in our you know in the what fifties and 60s, the, back looking back to that statistic you're reading, uh, in the forties rather. Sex has always been with us. Pornography, to some degree, has always been with mankind. I guarantee some. <laughs> I'm being crass here, but I guarantee you some caveman was, uh, having a good old time with some cave drawings, you know, who knows, but back in the day, we didn't have like in the forties, we didn't have television. We didn't have, um, I'm sure there was some form of literature, uh, or, um, art or photography depicting nude and sex and things like that. That's Mm -hmm. always been there, but it wasn't as rampant as it is now. And it's like you're over-sexualized to where sex doesn't excite you anymore. And I think that's the problem. Definitely. And, you know, it's like, I, I, I don't know. I can't, I can't put my mind in the, in the mindset of, of young people nowadays. I can't identify with them. I, there's just no way at all. I cannot identify with the culture that we live in. I can't get with the lingo. I can't get with the music. Mm. Nothing. And I'm, I'm not that old, but I feel so disconnected.
0: I mean, I do too. I think I think it's just so drastically different than what we were uh, used to. You know, growing up in the '80s and '90s, and even what you said a little bit earlier, what would it be like being single now and like dating through an app? I have no idea because I've never done that. But like that's that's how a lot of people are meeting, and I know people who are actually. I know of one person who's actually on these apps and is just rotating like a bunch of, you know, different partners, like just keep, you know, like, a, like a huge roster and like, cause it's so easy to meet people and a lot of people on there will just freely, you know, do whatever, like on the first date, I guess. So it's almost like it's a constant supply. It's like a massive dopamine hit. I heard a crazy story once of this woman who was on this Tinder date with this dude and they went to get food after they had engaged in, a, I guess, a sexual encounter and while they're in the car getting the food driving to the food place he's tindering back on his phone with someone else he's planning on meeting up with after he drops her off after they have their snack it's crazy (laughs) wow i know
1: first of all i mean it used to be you would get dinner first Mm -hmm. and then If you're lucky, yes. then you might get, you know, yeah. it's like I, every date that I've been on, every date that I've ever been on, I've always tried my best to, you know, uh, pleasure the female, not in a sexual way, just, you know, make sure she's having a good time, you know, make sure she's enjoying the meal, make sure that I, I take her somewhere that's, you know, some somewhere nice. You know, I, I never take a date. Hey, let's go to McDonald's. No, 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 no. I always try to find somewhere nice, you know, yet affordable, you know, that I can take her to and um, show her a good time. You, you want to show her off. You want to make sure that she's happy. She's content. You want to make sure she feels safe. I, I I cannot, how do you go hook up with somebody, have sex, and you're doing it backwards. No wonder it's not working.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they've got the recipe uh, inverted. You're supposed to get to know someone first. I mean, that's kind of, I mean, sometimes that happens in certain instances sooner than in other relationships, the way they progress. But it's still nice to make a connection that way first with somebody as opposed to just it being completely physical. It's just actually kind of bizarre and robotic when you think about it.
1: Yeah, Max Power in the chat is saying the apps are there to keep you single and seeking makes humans a consumer product and mm-hmm. that's exactly what it is yeah they want you to consume they want you to be a good little consumer and it's the key and here's another thing and, and this is going to tie into the with articles that you sent me i'm sure because i glanced at one of them um, and the other one and uh it, it's to keep people from uh developing healthy relationships and potentially having a family i know mm-hmm. not everybody wants to have children that's understandable not everybody can have children and that's understandable. It's sad, but it's understandable. But you know, at least you have a healthy relationship. And if all you're going to do is date, date, and not even you're not even dating, it's not even you're dating. just hooking up, just hooking up. Yeah, yeah. It's like, geez. I mean, you're 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 meeting with with some random person, and you're you're doing it for the sex. Okay, fun. Don't get me wrong. Sex is fun. But and then you're going to go with another person. And how are, how do you find that fulfilling? How can you find that fulfilling? At least if you're dating somebody, you're getting to know them. Okay. You're, you date for a couple weeks or a couple months. It doesn't work out fine. Then you can, you know, maybe date somebody else, but at least you're in some sort of normalcy mm. there. But like, like the example you said, where they go out on a date, well, I put date very loosely, <laughs> Quotes. but they go out, yeah. they do their thing. Yeah. Yeah. They do their thing. And then after the thing, they're, they're kinder and for the next one. It's like, what in the world is going on? How old are these people?
0: Yeah. I don't even, um, the person that I know who's doing it is like a little younger than you. So like, you know, yeah. So people who are, you know, even like aroundish that age, like, you know, I guess I'd say that it's like a young millennial or like a medium aged millennial maybe, but yeah. yeah, I guess, I guess it's the dope. I think it's the dopamine hit. I think that's what makes people just kind of seek. It's almost like someone who plays a lot of like candy crush or something like that. Right. Or just is constantly posting every, every detail of their existence, like on antisocial media. Like I think it's just the dopamine hit of like what they think is a connection, but it's not really a connection.
1: I, I- yeah, I, I just, I never really cared about, I mean, the only social media I use is Telegram. I've got my Bitshoot shoot that I hardly ever get on anymore. Um, recently, I did get on there and I actually had to make a video um, unrelated to what we're talking about. But uh, I don't even, I have a Facebook that I only use with my wife if we want to do like a face video and chit chat. That's the only reason I have Facebook. I never liked it. I never cared for Facebook. I hate it.
0: Yeah, it um, sucks. It does.
1: And what was I going to say? The uh, um, the person in chat uh kep 642 says it's awful. I'm a 31 single, a 31-year-old single woman and don't tr- don't want to meet it anyone now. The apps suck. Wish they never existed. LOL. And that's that see that's another problem is the culture and the apps and like the, um, oh, I'm trying to say, the um, poor expectations and whatnot.
0: Hmm. It's
1: it's turning people away from even wanting to date. Yep. And it's it really is when you really think about it, the way society is run. If there are people socially engineering society, which I believe there there are, you know, whether you want to call them Oyvays, they might be, might all of them might be, of course, but who knows who's who's really running it but the social engineers of this world are doing a very good job at making sure that on one hand yeah they got the hookup culture but it you it, it get burned out right yeah it was yep. burning out. and it turns people away you have the uh lgb it gets pushed yeah um and it pushes many women further and further away. And they don't need population control via any sort of uh, substance or, uh, you know, if it be a vaccine or sterilization. All they got to do is push people away from each other. They tried this in the 80s and 90s with AIDS and it almost yep. worked. Yeah, you're right. But this is working even more than that. I mean, I yeah. think even in the 80s and 90s. Yeah, I think even at the height of AIDS, people were seeing past that shit. And they're like, oh, screw it. I'll just wear a condom. Nowadays, they don't even want anything to do with each other it really is a very sad state of affairs that we find ourselves in regarding men and women and it is very unfortunate because it is very unnatural and it has destroyed sacred feminism and sacred masculinity sorry for the rant but i had to get it off my chest
0: no it was it was well said i'm glad you said it thanks for saying it and it's it's totally true i mean even in the 90s with the whole aids thing which i remember when that came out like i i bought into it i was really young and I saw those sex in the 90s shows in the early 90s, and they showed a bunch of normal looking, you know, white teens and 20s, and 20 somethings. And I was like, wow, this could actually happen to somebody. So it was it was really scary, you know, growing up and then, you know, becoming sexually active after AIDS was, quote, a thing. So I totally, totally get that. And people did have even have more connection with all of that going on than they do now where, I mean, how far away are we from the whole idea of a sex robot, right? Compared to just using someone on an app, how far away are we from sex robots, which actually is is a thing. I mean, expensive thing, but for some people in the future, they literally might have a robotic spouse.
1: You know, and it's it's no different than you know people using sex dolls. Yeah, um, it's no different than. Uh, the creepiest thing—the creepiest thing I've ever heard of—I've never really seen it myself. I've never seen a sex doll myself. I, I know of them, right? But the the creepiest thing I've ever seen and heard about was are these um I guess these guys that are into anime mm. sized pillows or, or you know body length pillows, just regular looking pillows. Pictures and depictions of these female anime characters the problem is the female anime characters most of the time are very they appear to be prepubescent. yeah you know you know and and they're always dressed in little schoolgirl outfits with little pigtails and look i'm not gonna lie i'm a guy one time my wife did that for fun she dressed up in a skirt little button-up shirt and and i was like oh my god you know and yeah, it was it was for a, an anniversary, but uh, but these guys are cringy as can be. Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking you're weird. a grown man. Yeah. You're in your thirties and you're sleeping with a pillow that depicts a Japanese cartoon girl. What in the hell is wrong with your mind?
0: And it's a girl. It's not a a woman, which is even more right, disturbing.
1: Right. And they, they go, well, it's a cartoon, it's not real. It, th- 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 that makes it worse. Well, no, if it makes it what worse. What a lame then, argument. How is that any different?
0: I don't yeah, think it th- is any different. Yeah, that's lame. That's. I mean, it's that's actually not even the worst of it. I heard something the other day that, I mean, I thought I had kind of heard everything type of thing, and... There's, they've had these real dolls that are adults. They're supposed to look like adult females. And typically, I think it's men who are buying them. I'd never heard of a woman buying one. I mean, that probably exists, but it's it's more geared towards men to buy these sex dolls of women. And they can actually use AI to program these dolls to kind of resist sex, to like make a, like a mock rape, which is really, really disturbing. But it gets even more disturbing than that, where... These makers will actually make these real dolls, not as a, a grown adult woman, but as a youngster for individuals who are ephebophiles or pedophiles. And it gets even worse than that. These people will go on the anti-social medias and get pictures of youngsters like off of like Facebook or Instagram and then tell this doll maker to put this exact youngster's face and clothing on the doll. So things are really um, there's so much out there that's really defiling the sacred male-female relationship as well as all the, like uh, Max is saying here, all the pro-rape stuff that's all over Telegram, which Facebook at least um, has a good community standard for.
1: How is doing that, like you said, if they take a picture of a youngster
0: yeah.
1: on any social media yeah. and have these manufacturers somehow how how is that not seen as criminal how is that not seen as an act that deserves a raid from the fbi you know and and i'm not excusing any sort of behavior but god forbid some guy is just a, a merely a peeping tom that's bad enough but then you get this
0: yeah And some people are actually saying, oh, you know, something like this, like a product like this will actually keep a person like this from doing that to youngsters when in fact it actually only makes it more of an appetizing thing for them to do. So it's
1: they, they baiting them. More inclined it's baiting them. To want the, yeah. yeah they'll, they'll be more inclined to want the real thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's like when people Uh, see all these crazy things in the porno movies and it's not real. It's like a false reality. Yeah. But that's really messing with people.
1: And it goes back to to, I can't identify with most people anymore.
0: Yeah. A lot of us can't. can't. A lot of us can't. It's become impossible, honestly. It's crazy. Uh,
1: But um, yeah, it's like what Epiphany here is saying in the chat. Um, You know, if you want a real relationship, meet people in person at work when you're doing things you like, find hobbies. Yeah, exactly. like I said, that's how how I met my wife. Uh, You know, like I said, we were neighbors. And every other person I've ever dated in my life, uh, that's how I met them. I met them through work, which usually in my experience, never a good idea just it's just not it's just Mm. it just doesn't turn out (laughs) now i don't know it's less it's less
0: good than other avenues yeah
1: i don't know yeah just when you meet somebody at work you think again i know people who have done this and they've worked it out just fine for me i guess it just wasn't a good thing i don't know why but um you meet people at work i've met them at work i've met my wife as a neighbor i've met people um in you know school Uh, When I was in high school, of course, you know, dating in high school. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you do it in real life. I mean, I hear so many guys on on, uh, Telegram, for example, and you brought up the, uh, I think somebody brought up the rape thing. That right there, you know. (laughs) I don't want to rant and and rave on your your show, but that's one thing that really pisses me off, is when I see so-called, quote-unquote, Aryan men who claim to be Aryan. Um, act like complete asshats. They're not Aryan. I don't care if they're blonde hair, blue eyed, chiseled jaw, chad. They're not Aryan if that's how they're acting. I have another name for them I will not use right now, but yeah. But, um, yeah, all these guys, I, I hear, I've talked to some of the young guys uh, on Telegram and they have a hard time finding a, a woman. Um, They don't, some of them don't know how to talk to women. Yep. And I asked them, I said, are you doing anything in real life? Are you, are, and a lot of them say no. Some of them say yeah, but they're not having any luck. Um, I don't, I don't really don't know the advice. The only advice that I have given anybody, especially these young guys, is if you're trying to chase this girl or that girl and you're not getting anywhere, just stop. Stop. Let them come to you. It's like fishing. You have to let the fish come to you. That's how I met my wife. I stopped Looking for a girlfriend, I stopped trying to date. Um, I tried to get in, uh, go on dates, and try to get with this person or that person. It never worked out, or whatever. Something just wasn't clicking. There was no chemistry. So I said, "Hell with it. I'll just work on myself." And that's what I tell these young people: work on yourself. This goes for both men and women. Don't ignore uh, or or. What am trying to say? Don't ignore the opposite sex and don't uh, distance yourself from them. Mm. Work on yourself. And if if you kind of get what I'm saying, work on yourself. Make sure that you are in a good position in in your life and it will come. You know, you'll, you'll find that someone, I hate to sound cliche. I hate to sound, you know, (laughs) but I think it's true. I mean, yeah. I mean, if if I can do it (laughs) and I'm a nobody, (laughs) if I can do it, come on. Uh, there, there's a lot of guys out there who are good-looking, you know, you're, you're built good, you've got a good physique, you got a good mind. As long as you're not an asshole, you should have no problem getting a woman. Not just somebody you can get into bed with, but somebody you can have a relationship with, somebody that you can, you know, take a walk down a park, you know, walk along a trail, um, enjoy good company, a good conversation with. It's not about the sex. If you're going after it for the sex, you'll fail. You'll fail, you'll fail, you'll fail.
0: Definitely. Yeah, I mean, it's got to be more than just that. And then, of course, once you build that rapport, the sex becomes an extension of that relationship as opposed to just, you know, looking just, just for that, which is what people have been trained to with, quote, dating, which I wouldn't even really call it dating anymore either because it's really not dating. It's really just using people.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's what it comes down to. you you're, you're, when people do these damn hookup things, you're not dating. You're, you're using them for pleasure. Yep. They're using you for pleasure. At least it's mutual. I'll, I'll grant you that. At least you're both. You're, but be aware that's what it is. I mean, you're, <laughs> yeah. you're being used and using. And, I, I guess we've, we've turned our culture into that rhythmic song. You know, sweet dreams are made of these. You know. Mm-hmm. Some of them want to use you. Some of them want to be abused. Some of them want to abuse you. Yeah, you're right. I think I think Marilyn Manson did a cover of that song.
0: He did in the '90s, actually. Yeah, he was a weird guy, like almost kind of like a pre a prelude to like the tranny culture of of nowadays in yeah. many ways. Uh, uh,
1: yeah, I I don't know what I I do like a few of his songs. There are a few songs that I actually do enjoy of his, unironically. But indeed. Uh, it's a very, very, I don't know, I don't know what I'm looking at half the time. It's like that family guy joke there. They were doing something about Marilyn Manson and P- Peter's like, I'm going to give him or her a piece of my mind. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there's so much in the nineties that I think was more normal. Cause we so we had more connection and uh, Max power is right. Hookup culture is there to turn us into spiritual yeah that kind of reminds me of that theory that i think i heard the other day in the white wellness chat that if it was max or someone else said it, that blacks are supposedly cut with the bonobos monkey and those monkeys are known for just basically hurling fruit at each other and just like having intercourse like that's like their whole life so maybe that's what they're trying to instill with the with the hookup culture i also think with those little kind of like mini shit talk videos that are made for people who have that really, really short attention span, I feel like those videos are to turn us into like very capricious and very rash individuals, which happen to be Negroid traits. So it's pretty interesting how this all kind of goes together. And Simple Life is saying that, what are we talking about? We're talking about relationships, um, dating culture, the over-sexualization of society, um kind of the the sexes and all that entails. So yeah, it's a multi layered talk of that type of nature. And, and Piffin, bring up saying, the,
1: uh, What's that? The, the, you bring up that monkey who throws its feces and <laughs> it throws things. Bonobos. Are you sure that wasn't that video of that seven eleven riot? What are you talking about? Is it a monkey or is it a seven eleven riot we're talking about? <laughs>
0: How about that picture Venus in the sl- chat of that guy holding the uh, the log like it was a gun? <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey, if you if you look at his hand placement, look, it looks like he was practicing good trigger discipline. He had his finger right along the uh, the stick, yes. you know. So he he looked like he had good training. I you know, what in the world, man? And that was supposedly in Haiti. And I'm sitting here looking at that. You know, I, I'm thinking about that. I'm like, wait a minute. Okay, let me get this right. This person has the wherewithal to hold it just like you would properly with good finger trigger discipline, but it's a stick. Why is that being captured? Why was that put? Good question. I mean, why is it there? Every time I see a headline like this, a video, an article, whenever I see even a chimp out, I have to go, why am I seeing this? Mm. there's so many things that happen in the world there's eight billion people why on the is planet. this highlighted everybody and their mother has a cell right yeah. everybody in their mother has a cell phone i've i've been i've been doing videos since 2008 on youtube when i used to have youtube my stuff has never gone viral i make videos of me walking along a trail me getting a beautiful piece of scenery when i'm up in the mountains none of my videos go viral yeah i, I mean what
2: you know, I mean, I'm
1: not saying they should, but my point is, why are we seeing this? Who is pointing? Who is putting it out there for us to to comment on, to seethe over, to bang our yeah. fist at, to Good yell question. at you know, Why? Why am I seeing this? Now, I laughed my ass off at that picture. I did, too. I'm sitting there going, yeah, yeah but, but then, then again, I have to ask, why was that shot? Was it shot? Now, here's another question I have to ask. I don't know what's going on in Haiti, but is that Same. a propaganda piece that they took a picture of that guy and they made it look like, oh, see, he's got a gun. The, 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 the mass public won't even see that it's a stick. we we'll just make it seem like there's, there's chaos going on in Haiti. It could just be a parade. Who knows what we're looking at? I know. I actually thought,
0: I even said like randomly to... to um... Before the show even started, like with you, I was I was thinking like you know maybe that was just like a Hollywood like green screen photo op or something like how do we even know right I mean
1: exactly that stick could have been another prop exactly video enhance it to make like, it could have been a later. snake or something
0: I... you know could have been anything yeah <laughs> but yeah you're right it's snake. why are they seating yeah. us yeah.
1: It, 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 is that is that kind of, is that kind of like uh, like in the, the, the Bible, the, the story of Moses with his staff, he throws the staff on the ground, it becomes a snake when he picks it up. It's a stick again. Is that what happened? The guy was carrying this a stick was and once he throws it the down, modern, a python?
0: the modern version of it. Yeah, this was a modern Asian version of it in 2022. <laughs> and Max is so right. Josh nailed it when he said most people wouldn't even realize it's a
1: stick. Don't they practice? Uh, it's Haiti. Don't they practice hoodoo and voodoo down there?
0: Yeah, they do practice voodoo. Um, yeah, they do. Um, which is a mixture of like uh, well, there's, Catholicism there's, and their I indigenous there's
1: whatever there's stuff. What's that? I think there are. I think there are two practices, if I'm not mistaken. And I, I think that it, there's there's voodoo. Everybody knows voodoo. The yeah. The voodoo doll, and, but there's also there's also hoodoo. And that's what I'm wondering. I'm I, And I think Haiti does the, I could be wrong. Isn't
0: but, that the, an Appalachia um thing, the hoodoo? I thought the hoodoo was like a Appalachia thing that, you know, whites who came to Appalachia from like Scotland and Ireland, I thought that that was their thing. The hoodoo thing. It's not a Negro thing.
1: I never heard it. Not for Appalachia. Really? Cause I know that there's, uh, there's no, like, I'm curious, not, okay. you could be right. Let me okay. look that up. Don't, Cause I, I live in Appalachia. Yeah. Hang on, I've never heard it. I've heard of hoodoo, but I didn't know if it was. You might be right. Oh no, you are actually. Mind. You're
0: actually right. Hoodoo is a religion practice in parts of the Caribbean and the southern U.S. characterized okay. by sorcery, spirit okay. possession, and voodoo. I'm thinking of something
1: else, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hang on. Snake handling. What's that? Okay. No, no. You never heard of snake handling? I don't. I don't think I have. <gasps> You've okay. So seriously, honestly, there is a passage in the Bible. I think it's uh, Luke chapter ten. I, I I grew up in Christianity, so I knew mm-hmm. I know some of this stuff in and out. But anyway, basically, Luke chapter ten says you'll you'll have the power to trample scorpions and snakes and and it's actually depicting uh, an astro, uh, an astronomical constellation called Ophiuchus. Hmm. the bible is astrology much of the bible is astrology so anyway when people take that literally they think they can pick up rattlesnakes and copperheads and and they won't be bit and if they're bit it's okay god will protect them these are snake handlers they are known in parts of kentucky um i think uh parts of southwestern virginia in the deep hills i mean it's very very few it's very fringe i wouldn't be surprised if it still happens today but i know back in the day it was a It was a thing, and I'm surprised you hadn't heard about it. Hmm. But I'm looking here. I'm looking here real quick. Uh, There is a – I just typed in Appalachian Folk Magic, and let's see here. Many of today – let's see here. I'm trying to find here. Well, this is called granny, Granny Witchcraft. All right. Let's see here. Key takeaways, Appalachian granny granny magic. Although granny magic is a relatively new term, the traditional magical practices of Appalachia have a long history. Many practitioners in the mountains use a combination of faith, healing, and traditional folk magic. Granny magic is experiencing a resurgence in popularity as people with mountain backgrounds embrace their heritage. A lot of this comes down to... Um, Uh, you know, the the people, the Europeans that moved into the mountains Mm -hmm. of Appalachia learning a lot of the herbs and a lot of the um, folk magic from the Cherokee uh, and what else is around here? Uh, I think the Creek and Choctaw. In my area, it's Cherokee. Um, So, yeah, that's very interesting. See, you bring it up. Now I want to delve into this.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's a pretty (laughs) interesting uh, topic. Uh, Yeah.
1: um, Him, him, a.k.a. Zero said... uh, Appalachian mountain cryptids. Yeah, uh, in this part of Tennessee, near Virginia, there is a place, called uh, uh, they're in Virginia, there's a place called uh, Norton, a little town. And in that town, there is a, it's a Bigfoot sanctuary, but what they call Bigfoot in southwest Virginia is woodbooger. Mm. That's about as redneck and <laughs> as, as country as you can get. What's that ape-looking thing over there? All right, that's a wood booger. So um, apparently people have seen it. Um, they, they did a documentary or something. Some Discovery Channel crap came down there. But uh, I, I've done videos on my bit shoot about this, and I've, I've basically argued I've never seen one. I have no problem believing that there may be something like that that exists simply because we have this vast wilderness in the Appalachian Mountains in the Smoky Mountains especially in the Cumberland Plateau that you can get lost you'll you'll never know what's in those mountains not every inch of it has ever been you know traversed so there's so much untouched territory people don't realize so there's no no reason to believe that it's that something cannot exist out there like Bigfoot or something so interesting stuff in my opinion
0: yeah I think that stuff is is interesting too I actually took a college class uh, many years ago on on cryptids and it was it was cool I enjoy hearing about stuff like that and just like all the stuff with you know dragons and other types of you know creatures that are supposedly mythical or unicorns I think all that's fun
1: oh yeah
0: um so we're almost at the hour mark so I think we'll take a little song break and then we'll come back and perhaps talk about some of those articles how does that sound yeah okay sounds good to me groovy so um, we are going to take a little break right now you're listening to Wednesday weirdness with me your host Tabitha guest Josh on white wellness radio we'll be right back after this song bye bye now, bye, 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 bye. going this yes. song it <laughs> White Light, White Heat by The Velvet Underground, way back in 1968. And this is Wednesday Weirdness on White Wellness Radio. And I have Josh here as my guest for today. And we were talking about all different types of things before the break. Uh, Just all these snares that really kind of get people on on a root level and cause this divisive and inverted behavior between the sexes not the genders that's a i sludge word but yeah discussing all that type of stuff and a little bit of a conversation here in the chat right now in regards to dragons and yes i think dragons are real too and one of the reasons i think that is because if you look at all the 12 animals that represent the 12 zodiac signs in the chinese zodiac 11 of them not including the dragon are animals that are still around today So I think originally all 12 were actually animals that were around at that current time. There are other things too. I think unicorns are real also. I think those were hunted to extinction. I think a lot of these things were, were actually real. So Josh, are you there?
1: I'm here. I'm just, I was just listening in and I was, uh, uh, I had written in the chat, regarding dragons, and I said, you know, what came first, the constellation Draco or the serpent uh, or any other similar constellation or the depictions that our ancestors gave those constellations? Mm. You know, did are the stories of dragons, did they come from just our ancestors looking at the stars and making up stories based on the constellations? One can argue that, but then I have to ask, okay, you're talking about Uh, many different cultures at least in the northern hemisphere and and the southern, I think of uh, the um, uh, the Aztecs I think it was, or the Mines I always get them confused, with Quetzalcoatl and the, the serpent serpent imagery and whatnot and was it just a coincidence that all these ancestors looked at the stars and all came up with this idea of a dragon based on tracing out stars, Or was it something that they maybe in their memory had or maybe in their ancestors, their ancestors memory had experience with a creature that we would call or they called dragon? So, Mm. yeah, I mean, it's very interesting. And um, what uh, him, AK Zero, is saying in chat, dragons are like turtles. They don't age. I did not know that for a while. And I recently took a trip to a zoo And I saw these tortoises, and and the zookeeper was telling us about the tortoises at this particular zoo. They said they came from Galapagos, and they came to the zoo, I think, in the 19... I forgot what what year now. Um, Basically, when the turtles came to the zoo, they were already 100 years old. And they've been in the United States for so many years. No, I think they were 50 years old they came into the United States in the early 1900s and they're still there. They're at least 150 years old, if not older. They said the problem is that the, especially about the Galapagos tortoises, they don't know how old they get because the oldest tortoise is as old as long as we've been studying that, Mm -hmm. you know, So they don't, they don't, they've never seen one dead. They don't know how long they live. They could live for hundreds and hundreds of years. They don't know. The guy told me, they said, you know, generations from now, those tortoises will still be there. You know, there's just no telling how all these tortoises actually get.
0: Wow. That's so cool. I've always known them to be one of those animals that could live to, I've heard like 125. 150 and i know when they're in captivity their diet is pretty simple they eat a lot of like raw vegetation they'll give them Mm -hmm. yogurt for protein so they eat a pretty simple a simple diet Um, but yeah it's pretty amazing to think that they could be around that long
1: yeah i'm going to send you this link on um, the folk religions of appalachia okay might be, that might be a good discussion point, uh, maybe in chat one day or in a future show that you might do. Okay. Um, something I'm definitely going to look into. So I'm sending you that now.
0: Okay, I got it.
1: But uh, uh, Max Farris saying Jonathan the tortoise is born in 1883. Is the oldest known tortoise, and he's massive. Yeah, the ones the ones here at the zoo um, that I went to, which were which was in Columbia, South Carolina. Um, they had three or four tortoises there, and they said the oldest one they had was, a, at, as far as they know, at least 150 years old. And they said they don't know how old they get. They don't know if, if even if they die. <laughs> they, might be, they might be immortal. Who knows? So it's wow. uh, very interesting. Yeah. Imagine if they were immortal.
0: That would really give like a clue to maybe other life at some point being immortal. And uh, Epiphany just gave a link about a 400-year-old Greenland shark, the longest-living vertebra. So this this animal could live hundreds of years. That is really interesting, too. There's also, I think, the orange ruffy fish lives, like, I think, 200 years or something like that. So there are a lot of animals that have this, like, what I would say, like, is extreme longevity, especially compared to a human you know, a human lifespan and we're considered to be one of the longest lived creatures, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so do you want to talk about one of those or two of those links? I just, I sent you, so now they're snaring women with something else. If we didn't already have this big division of the sexes going on, we've had the birth control pill, which has probably been part of the sexual slowdown going from the, People living in the 30s to the 90s, that's probably paid a part. Plus all the the virus hoaxing and all of that has played a part as well. And just people not being able to relate to each other because of, you know, being overly stimulated in one way and underdeveloped in other ways, kind of like an infantilistic, almost neotenous type of stead. So now there's this new birth control pill out there, which doesn't have estrogen in it because most of them do have estrogen so now everyone's kind of gotten aware of the whole estrogen dominance thing, or at least a lot of people are, especially a lot of women who would be taking the pill. So now they're offering this one to women, which only has progestins, not progesterone like bioidentical progesterone, which is is different. This has progestins. So they're marketing it as something that's going to be healthy uh, for women or healthier than what they would have been originally taking with the regular pill. But this one gives all different types of problems, all similar to the original birth control pill, blood clots, heart attack, stroke, liver problem, eye problem, breast tenderness, changes in appetite, weight gain, uh, stomach problems, constipation. So this is their way of marketing something else that still kind of keeps people in this weird stead because I've, I've heard studies, maybe you've heard this before too, where if women meet their mate when they're taking birth control pill, they actually will pick a man that's really not as much of what they really want. They'll typically pick a man who's, I guess, less masculine than what they would naturally desire, but that's because of these these castration pills that essentially Zog is promoting as birth control.
1: Uh, no, I mean, I haven't I haven't really delved into this topic as much, and uh, I'm skimming through here. It, wouldn't, it, it doesn't surprise me. I mean, it, it, should it be a surprise to us at all that any of these uh, so-called, uh, they're not even medicines, I don't, I don't know, drugs, or pills, pharmaceuticals as a them. <laughs> yeah. is there any surprise that they have so many side effects, so many problems? And, and I love that term, side effect. I know. Side effect. It's I know. That is It it it's poisoning. It's poisoning. poisoning.
0: Exactly. You know,
1: it, it, going back to going back to terrain theory. It's it technically it is your body detoxing from the very poison that you took. So yeah. when you take a uh, when you take a um, I don't know any pill that they they advertise on TV side effects may include blah blah blah. No, that's because your body's trying to kick that poison out you shouldn't have took in the first place. Of course. Yeah. So,
0: Yeah. It's like when someone gets like, quote, the flu after they take the vaccination, because your body's like, your body's doing an amazing job trying to shake off this poison that that the person somehow took. Pretty much. And Dr. Professor Shrimp Bixis is saying birth control is basically for women who want to F around with no responsibility. Sometimes some women are, are drawn to that. Um, But I also think it's for women who get duped into like, oh, it's going to be good for your skin or um, it's going to balance your period. Oh, yeah. You've never heard that before? No. Oh, yeah. Gynecologists will tell girls like when they're teens, when maybe like they're having, you know, like some skin issues, which could be from, you know, maybe they're eating their emotional environment, like many reasons. They'll be like, oh. You should take the birth control pill. It'll balance out your skin. It'll like give you really great skin. So some girls, when they're teens, are just put on it for skin. Yeah.
1: Wow i I've heard I've heard women say they take the birth control pill for their periods. My um, yeah my wife's my wife's sister does this. She's on birth control because of uh, because she doesn't get periods. Hmm. Um, uh, she has, um, she has something called, uh, Turner syndrome.
0: Oh, okay. I know what that uh, is.
1: So, yeah. And because, because I heard her mention something. I'm like, wait a minute. I didn't even know you were dating. She's like, oh no, no, it's because I don't get my period. I'm like, huh? What? I mean, okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, yeah, that like,
1: oh. that's not like, <laughs>
0: I've heard of, I mean, they they even make a type of birth control pill out there that actually makes a woman not get her period. So you actually can not get your period for months or years on end if that's your desire. And then you just block basically that monthly time of, you know, detox of, you know, um, the sacred window. And I always feel more intuitive at that time. I'm sure a lot of women do. So it's just crazy how much of this like weird kind of hormone-blocking stuff we have in our culture that have nothing to even do with transsexualism. This is just regular hetero culture. Yeah. That's crazy. Um,
1: reading chat here. Please control it Epiphany
0: saying screwing um, with your hormones is never a good idea. Absolutely. <laughs> Professor Shrimp Biscuits is saying I'm a doctor. Trust me. It's amazing how gullible people are just because of someone's perceived status. Yeah, it's like the white coat syndrome. Uh, uh,
1: remember the uh, character I used to do back in the day? Which one? Oh, this is Dr.
2: Lipschitz. Here. Oh. Is, ladies and gentlemen, this is Dr. Lipschitz. You know, oh, old time has been forever. How have you been? Oh, Jesus. I'm I feel good. So I, feel, I feel
0: great. How, how are you?
2: Oh, this is perfect. This new product here, it's called Slind. Slind is perfect for you ladies who want to control your periods and have smooth skin, as well as making sure you don't pump out babies. Trust me, I am the expert. The science is subtle. Well. So
0: this is super healthy. This is new, super healthy um, stuff to keep us super healthy.
2: Absolutely. It's healthier than the vaccine and wearing the mask.
0: Actually, for all health benefits, you should do all of all of this, right?
2: Absolutely, you should do everything that the doctor says on TV. He's the expert.
0: Hmm. You know, I see on the bottom of this website for this Slend um, Progestins birth control pill, I see it says, "Don't take it if you have kidney disease or kidney failure." So maybe this could cause kidney problems and I know that the kidneys are the doorway to life, so I don't think this is too oh, that's healthy. Just,
2: that's just that's just hearsay. That's just that's just hearsay. That's a, that's that that's that granny folk medicine you're Listen, this, ah. this is completely safe.
0: Hmm. Oh, I see it's actually even safe during breastfeeding to take a synthetic yeah.
2: Oh. Oh. Absolutely. It. You can make sure your little ones are also getting that same chemical that you're putting in your body so they can also get the benefits of this fabulous, fabulous birth control pill.
0: So it kind of works the same way as the vaccine. If a woman gets the vaccine, the baby gets the benefit too. Yes. Wow. Interesting.
2: Have, have any of you, Goyam, got your 50th booster shot yet?
0: Um, some of us are on our 6 millionth, actually.
2: Oh, that is just terrificable! Oh, I just can't tell you how giddy of excitement I am. Oh. All right, enough of that shit.
0: <laughs> Some people actually would get six million vaccinations.
1: So I saw a, um, I saw a fellow walking down the street yesterday, and uh, he was wearing he was carrying a sign. I should have took a picture of this. He was carrying a sign, and it had Superman, and uh, next to Superman it said, "Me." Unvaxxed, okay? Great. Next to Superman was uh, this soy boy-looking guy with five or six vaccines in his arm needles sticking out of him anywhere. Looked like a fake superhero. And it said, you on your next booster.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think I've seen something a little um, like that, but... Yeah, I mean... (laughs) The, like Max is saying in the chat, the six gorillionth booster. Like, I mean, seriously, some people have. Some people gotten like eight or ten. Like, is it really gotten that zoggling for some people?
1: I don't know. I've I've talked with people who have gotten the the only one booster shot, and I, that's only been like one or two people that have claimed they've gotten it. Uh, most people I've talked to that have gotten it, most of them. Claim they're okay. Knock on wood. I have talked with people who I, I had a fella that I talked to. He used to work with me, and uh, he said uh, he had gotten a shot, and he has a sleeping condition. And this is what i This is what I think, honestly, is going on with these things. I think it's exasperating whatever con- underlying condition you already have. Mm. So this guy had a sleeping condition, and he had to take a certain kind of medication for it, and. Basically, once he's asleep, he's done. Like you can't wake him up. Nothing. You know, he's out. Uh, he he would get very sleep. I, it wasn't um, narcolepsy. It was something else. Anyway, once he got the shot, he passed out. Just right out. Wow. And he he woke up and uh, he passed out again. And uh, and he 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 regrets it. And he didn't trust it to begin with. I said, well, why did you get it? And it wasn't even for a job, right? Like if he had gotten it because he needed a job or he needed to keep his job, I, I honestly can understand. I really can. I mean, sometimes that's that's all people can ha- you know have. It's unfortunate, it, but it wasn't even for that. It was so he could keep some sort of military status. Oh wow! He's not even he's not even active military. It was the lamest ex- one of that the lamest lame. excuses I've ever heard. Yeah. Yeah. Outside of somebody saying, well, I got it so I could get into concerts.
0: Oh, gosh. Or travel. Anything? Yeah. No, I've actually that was my heard worse. That was my
2: Uh-oh.
0: What's that?
1: What, have you, heard? what, what I've, have you heard?
0: I've heard people getting it. Um, what was the reason why? They got it because they didn't want someone else in the family to get sick from them so they were getting it to protect the other person from getting sick from them or some shit like that. Just some like retard science or retard math like it's just like yeah, you know yeah. the,
1: the mental the mental gymnastics is astounding.
0: Yeah. Um, it is. I, I
1: don't know where, I don't know how it is up there in New York. Here in Tennessee in most of the areas that I've traveled most places most have done away with the masks outside of some of the hospitals that I work with as a, as a contractor. Now, some of the hospitals near me have done away with the masks as well. They just said, fuck it. Um, and most employers that I've heard have not pushed for vaccines. Not even, like, my wife works for the, the state. She's a cafeteria worker for county schools. They haven't even pushed for it, luckily. So hmm. I don't know... I guess it's different in certain certain areas. Maybe it does pay to live in more of a quote-unquote red state, but that doesn't escape the bullshit, you know, that, that could later come down to Pike. Who knows? But, I mean, I've heard horror stories of people passing out. I've heard people getting really sick. I've heard people saying, oh, I, I didn't get any effects. Uh, I've heard people, you know, having seizures and whatnot. And... Uh, I, i've shared this story with you i think in chat and in the white wellness uh, on telegram um, the musician uh, eric Clapton mm. uh, he was he was against a lot of what was going down of course he was uh, very outspoken about the lockdowns and everything but he ended up getting the shot he said he did a couple interviews uh, about this and he said he ended up getting the shot um, because his daughters and his family kind of pressured him into it And before that, he had he had he already had um, what's it called? Eczema, okay, and uh, neuropathy in his hands. And Eric Clapton, world famous guitar player, has neuropathy in his hands. It's like oh damn, now he can't play. And uh, but he had he had been working that out to where you know it didn't really affect him, but minorly, right? So when he got the shot, and this is why I said I think this targets underlying conditions that people have because he said when he got the shot the neuropathy went sky high the eczema sky high he was shaking he could you know he, it took him uh, two or three whole weeks to recover and he's been outspoken ever since and because of that fellow musicians that have worked with him over the decades well known musicians have shunned him because he's spoken out against the vaccine and against the lockdowns and all the shit that they've had to put up with over in England. And he said he was to the point where he was ready to leave England and move over here to the United States. Mm. And uh, it's like, damn, you know? <laughs> so, um, and then I, I, you know, I've heard that story and I've heard the story of, uh, of that one person who, who told me his, his story about passing out. And again, it's, it's been like a mixed bag. I don't want to stay on this topic, but it, it seems like it's a mixed bag. and
0: um, It has been a mixed you know. bag. You're right.
1: So
0: Yeah. A lot of people have had uh, different things. Like um, Shrimp Biscuits is saying he got the test and then he felt like he felt awful, but he felt like the body was flushing it out. Someone else knows someone yeah. who got it and then they had uh, allergies ever since that, never had it again. So... Yeah, I think, I think oh. it's really like a crapshoot because I know some people who had it too and some people who I know who got it are totally ignorant of like anything going on with Zog. So I think that like the ignorance yeah. is almost like bliss in a certain way.
1: With the, uh, with, I'm reading his where he said he lost a uh, sense of smell, taste and fever. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I had that happen from a really bad nasal infection like earlier last year. And for like a day or two, I lost my smell, my taste. I took zinc. I took zinc and it came right back, you know, after about an hour or so, you know. But uh, it's, it's, a, it's, a deficient, it's a deficiency in zinc. Yes. And what made sense to me is, you know, all the sneezing and blowing my nose and stuffiness that I had, getting all that stuff out of me, it takes up minerals and nutrients. And one of those minerals is zinc. Yeah. So I figured, okay, I used it all up, and I, I it took a five-minute Google search on this. So I got in my medicine cabinet, grabbed me a bottle of zinc. I took two zinc pills and, you know, just kind of went about my day, and I noticed about an hour or so later, and this was on day two of not having any smell or taste. Uh, about an hour or two later, you know, it started to slowly come back, and later that day into the next morning, I was completely fine. I, I still had somewhat of a sneeze, but not nothing bad, but, um, I see, here's the thing about the swab. I was talking to somebody about this the other day. I had the swab done back in 2015 and I had, I had real bad flu symptoms. I was working out of town. I was in Memphis and this was in March and this full on flu symptoms. I like, I could barely move, aches, chills, fever, everything. So I went to the, uh, emergency clinic and they said, well, let's let's test to see if you have the flu. I said, okay. They took a swab and they rammed it up my nose. I was ready to punch the doctor. I mean, he just went right up there. I was like, holy shit, dude, come on. And uh, it came back. I had the flu. Now, so I knew about the swab test, but that was the, f- the only time I've ever even heard of that done or had it done. So when this came around and everybody started talking about having a swab up the nose, I'm like, well, that's nothing new but even mainstream uh, science or i got to use that word loosely <laughs> even the mainstream mainstream news were were making it sound like oh this is the novelty thing to swab up the nose they did make it sound like that. yeah yeah and i'm si- i'm probably the only I'm not the only person but I, I remember sitting there going guys this is nothing new they they this is a test that they've done for a while maybe not to everybody but this is not a novel thing this this is, why are they treating like like, this particular test is something new. I don't get that. Hmm. It's uncomfortable, I'll tell you right yeah. now. You know, it, it, it it hurts, because it, he's going way up in your nasal cavity, and you're just like, do you have to go that far? You're touching my brain, dude. I mean, it's... it's... <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's weird. They also used that novel word when they were talking about the virus, like in the early days too. Oh, so remember yeah, that? So maybe gosh. they were trying to seed the whole idea like this was new. It was a new virus with a new vaccination and a new yeah. test. And it was
1: new, new, new. See, for, pe- for people that don't know, when, when all that stuff started was when you and I had started kind of doing shows together um, at the other network and so we were like on top of this. Yeah, like every, every, day. Show, yeah. every day. Yeah, every day. Yeah, we yeah. were doing a show every yeah. day. Uh, e- even not together. You would do a show. I would do a yeah. show. The other person would do a show. We would all do shows on this very topic. We were just staying on top of it. And uh, I mean, I'll be honest. I, I, I think there's some things that we kind of hit or miss. Um, that's why I said, you know, looking back now, I think, um, you know, it's a mixed bag. I don't think we have... All the answers, but I certainly don't buy into what they told us. I think it's, it's a bunch of bullshit. Um, you know, I'm, I'm like you, I, I'm, I follow the line of terrain theory because that makes a hell of a lot more sense to me. Yeah. And it's, it's, that line of thinking has actually helped me get through some, you know, little illnesses here, mm-hmm. uh, well, detoxing as it were. And it makes me understand my body better. So yeah, had it not been, had it not been for for mainly you, I probably may have gotten a, gotten into this information at some point, but not as sooner. But had it not been for you and some of the stuff that you have shared, some of the books that you've recommended, some of the um, doctors and authors that uh, that have spoken about this as well, you know, I probably wouldn't have gotten into this information as soon as I did. So yeah, you know, I have to really give you credit there and others as well. Oh, thank you. Along that same line. Yeah, You're very
0: welcome. I'm glad I was able to um, have that knowledge and be able to, to share it early in during the PSYOP. Um, now it seems like it's kind of come out more. And I just think back to all the ridiculous iterations of the bat and Wu-Tang. I recently heard they were saying it was some lab here in America. <laughs> and my favorite story, I think it's your favorite story, too, is the snake venom. That's got to be the best virus story
1: oh don't get me started <laughs> I cannot believe that oh my god so <laughs> sh- shall we sh- I know you want to touch on the other article but Wait, should, should yeah, for people should, that don't yeah. know, should we indulge everybody sure <laughs> okay so uh, I'll let you chime in at any point that I might miss something okay let me try and get this understood here so there is a fella named Dr. Artis yeah I forgot his first name and I really don't know what his deal is. See, I never watched the documentary. Same. I, I same. only kept. Getting, I only kept getting the gist of it, and then I heard Amanda Vollmer talk about this, and, and I'm sitting there going, "Okay, so the gist of it is, it was it was theorized that they, somebody was putting snake venom in the water, mm-hmm. and so the consumption of water was making people sick." Here's the thing. You can drink snake venom. I wouldn't recommend it. As long as you don't have an ulcer, as long as you don't have any open sores, because when you ingest, it goes through your body differently and it gets broken down instead of when it gets injected. And people drink snake venom in other countries. They They water it down. And this is the big thing. This is what, this is what kills me. This guy did not do his research. Okay, so you take a vial of snake venom, you put it in the water supply, and you think that's going to make people sick. Yeah, (laughs) people go to to restaurants in, like, Thailand and Cambodia, and they drink snake venom right from a shot glass. Yeah. This is not the way venom works, okay? This is just complete and utter bullshit. And what pisses me off even more is – I I don't know if it was him – or the guy that was promoting him, uh, Stu Peters, or as I call it, Jew Peters. Mm. Um, I don't know if it was him or or him that promoted it, but they were pushing that, oh, this ties in with the snake in the Garden of Eden. Oh, man. Oh, my God.
0: They were trying to promote, like, all these supplements people buy, like, this big supplement stack. Because like you know, yes. it was in the water, and like there's nothing you could do about it. So you've got to buy these supplements because like the water's tainted, and yeah. like you're gonna die. So
1: yeah, and it's it's what what it is is they're trading one pharmaceutical for another pharmaceutical.
0: Yes, exactly. And, um, the whole remdisivar and Doctor
1: all that, yeah. Ivermectin, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, and they yep. and they were they were promoting that. They were promoting yeah. the rem, remdesivir. I can never pronounce it they were yeah. promoting ivermectin They were. it's just yep. like
0: and now they have a pill <sighs> supposedly for the virus so it's just some other way to use some other sludge that Zog is promoting because there's some fear of some you know mysterious pathogen wafting through the air
1: yeah. also i don't know if you catch this on, on uh if you ever see these ads and i'm i'm going to answer uh, dr professor's question here in a minute because i see it um but have you seen these ads for like Lysol and detergents sp- or uh, Lysol disinfectant spray and all this other shit? And they always mm. say this kills 99.9% oh, yeah. of all yep.
2: germs, including, including, including the I'm virus. Yeah. And I've I've seen
1: said, it. Hey, wait a minute. If this is all we need is some fucking wipes and some disinfectant spray. <laughs> why are you pushing? <laughs>
0: <laughs> why, why are you, <laughs> I don't get, because it's part of the whole lifestyle. Do you remember that show I did in the early days of the of the virus crisis, where it was this like thing people were doing, where they were sanitizing all of their groceries that they had delivered yes. with like Lysol. It was called like the Clean Method, the Sanitation Method. Like I could barely get through the the article without like dying laughing. So this is just part of the I still, the idea I, of the whole thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, that is something I still see. Now, I still see people wear the masks. Occasionally, most of the time it is. Uh, this is this is sad to me. Most of the time it is older people, yeah, and they they are they're, know, they're the, the ones petrified. that go after, They go, yeah, they go for the sanitizer, and I see this almost every time at the grocery store. They'll grab a cart, and right near the carts, there's like these little sanitation wipes. They wipe down the handle. I've never but done here's that. Here's the thing. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I've never either. I, I've never wiped down a door handle. Nothing, 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 nothing. So they wipe down the handle of the grocery cart, the, of, the, of the shopping cart. But yet they walk around the store and they grab all kind of produce. They grab, they, they pick up an apple, they smell it, they taste it, they look at it. Well, they don't taste <laughs> it. But they look at it. They, 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 they play with things. They grab things off the shelves, look at it, put it back. They're not wiping their hands after that. They're not wiping down the products. They're not doing anything. Nope. And w- with the mask thing, with the mask thing, I talked to doctors and nurses about this, you know, working in some of these hospitals with the work I do. I, I do you know, security work and, uh, you know, security equipment. And uh, I remember talking to these nurses and I'm like, okay, look, let's get this straight. You guys know the only time that you wear a mask is when you're in a sterile environment. Am I correct? They're like, yes, we have to wear a mask. We have to wear the bunny suit. We have to wear that. I said, okay. <laughs> And the only time I've ever had to wear a mask before all this shit started was when I had to go inside a sterile unit to replace a camera that was inside of the surgical office or something, you know? Okay is the whole hospital sterilized now? Is that why we're wearing the mask? They're like, no, what do you mean? I said, well, the only time that you wear the mask is if you're in a sterile environment. Yes. Okay, now is the whole hospital sterile Sterile now? Is the outside sterile? Is inside your home? No. Well, then why the fuck are you wearing a mask? <laughs> yeah.
0: It's just a all religious belief. This. That's
1: all it is. Oh, yeah. Let me answer this question real quick. Dr. Professor says... Here's a good question. Do you guys think Jews are aliens or possibly worship aliens as Yahweh? They say they are soulless animals. Oh, they say we are soulless animals probably probably because they are reptilian aliens. I don't know, but there is that famous um rabbi, uh, right? The 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 uh, the video of that rabbi yeah who was talking about how they come from somewhere else
0: yeah some other and galaxy or planet
1: yeah yeah and they're here they're here to conquer and even the 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 fellow jewish students in the audience are like what and the guy had he's like what why are you looking at me like that i mean haven't you know that's what it is you know why is this so hard to believe <laughs> i i don't i don't know i mean it wouldn't surprise me i i honestly think that uh we may have come from somewhere else i don't think we belong here i don't think that we're native here I think blacks might be. I don't think we are. I think we were we were seated here a long time ago, along with those pesky little parasitic Jews. And uh, <laughs> heres here, here's an out there uh, idea. And then I'll I'll I'll, le- I'll let you be so we can get to the next article. But here's an out out there idea. Think of this. Let's imagine we are in our far far distant past, and we we are in a native home world that is not this one, and we are at war with these other people from another home world and it's a warring galaxy and for whatever reason both of us at some point our lineages end up here think of tales of atlantis think of other tales of civilizations that have fallen was atlantis here was atlantis another planet and we came here after atlantis sorry i i i don't do drugs i don't do dmt it's just my mind is weird it is weird wednesday after all
0: it is. It is. Um, but yeah, that's that's an interesting theory. Even um, the idea of what Doctor Professor Shrimp Biscuits is saying. There's also a theory that aliens blended their DNA with Cro-Magnum, and that's why that's where we come from. I mean, so there's a lot of theories. I mean, it's possible that some of the races are not inherently um, terrestrial, but our origins may be very different. Like I kind of get the deal with the um, the Oives or the Skeksis, where they maybe they made a deal a long time ago with some higher skexical entity and now they're kind of like uh the perpetrators and the predators and everybody else but the useful idiots for this higher you know skexis entity but it all works in like this skexis kind of dominator style pyramid where they use you know fear and all other modalities of of control to to weaken humanity
1: yeah um what do you think the earth is i I think it's it, it is what it is. I don't think it's a, quote, prison planet, even though it's easy to see it as that. I've heard somebody call it a zoological garden. Hmm. Now, this is the thing. The person that said that was a fellow named Robert Dean. Robert Dean was a ufologist, and it was a retired military uh, sergeant major, command sergeant major. And he was doing a presentation, and he, he, calls it, he called it a zoological garden. I want you to think of the implications of that, though. You know, it's like, hmm, that means this was terraformed. And then I think, and this is something I did on a show, on my own show, we, last year, a year before last, um, when I was still doing podcasts myself. And again, this is just spitballing. Don't take this seriously. This is a grain of salt. But think about how they geoengineer, think about how they want to, how Bill Gates, for example, wants to uh, blanket the sky with uh, sulfur, I think sulfur, not sulfur, um, some sort of particulate to um, reflect the sun. Oh, yeah. Uh, to, to cut back, You know you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, well, in the tale of the Anunnaki, if one were to take that into account, didn't they want to mine gold for their atmosphere? And yeah. where is this obsession of gold coming from that we have in this in this world? You know, we, oh, go buy modest resources and buy gold. Why? Why are we obsessed with gold? What is gold to us? It's nothing but a mineral. It's nothing but an element on the periodic table. It's nothing but a metal. Why is gold so precious? And then you think of the Anunnaki, you think of mining gold and you think of, um, you know, the, the, the idea was the Anunnaki used human slaves to mine gold, right? I did a, a video on that on my bit shoot, by the way. Mm. So, you know, I'm, I'm rehashing old ideas that still float around in my head. But, um, yeah, I mean, I like the idea of a zoological garden, but even that has its own implications. But, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, Tabitha. I know you no, want to give to this no other No, no worries.
0: That's a, you know, that's a good way of, of, of looking at it. And, I mean, it could... It is, I think, a nicer way of looking at it. Like, I think sometimes when we know, like, so much and become kind of, you know, black pilled or AIDS pilled, if you will, we kind of see stuff like more from that prison planet perspective, which, I mean, they want us to kind of think in that way of, of desperation. But one of the reasons I named this, the show weirdness was because of the word word, you know, meaning our, our destiny. So I think when we develop like a, more of a positive idea or see through the snares it could only really get better for, for humans, you know, who, who want to kind of level up. But also I think of gold in regards to um, J.C., you know, frankincense, gold and myrrh. So that's another connotation for gold.
1: Yeah, well, when you, if, if you uh, delve into the Bible just in the first few chapters and when it talks about the book of Genesis and uh, the Garden of Eden, right, um, in, in describe whoever wrote that who, when they when they described the garden, they were describing how gold was good in that land uh, where this one uh, river was running to. I forgot which river it is. It, it's describing rivers. And gold was good. So was delium, onyx, and something else. And I'm sitting here going, I, and when you read this, you got to go, okay, presumably this is the garden where Adam and Eve were. God created Adam and Eve, put him in the garden. Why would Adam and Eve care about gold? Why mm. is God caring about gold? And then you think of the Anunnaki tale, and again, I've I've done a video about this. I can share it in the in the White Wellness chat. Yeah, day, please do. It's it really is. It is a thought provoking, you know, idea when you, when you think about it, it's like, why, what, what, like in, in here in 20, in the 21st century around the world, and especially here in the so-called West, we are obsessed with gold. You know, you, you want to invest are. in your portfolio. You want to get ready for your retirement. You got to go buy gold, you know? And it's like, why, who made, who made it significant? The priest class. Why did the priest class make it significant? Probably, probably because they were in cahoots with, these Anunnaki, or whoever they are, or whatever they are, you know, I think at the very top, the priest class are in cahoots with whatever this is that's that's uh, been uh, oh yeah doing this to people and what oh so for sure it, it's very interesting and yeah I mean I I, I could go on and, on and on and on and on and on but let's yeah it's okay
0: yeah it is it is. Um... It's interesting to just see how also like the gold, when you think of gold and silver, gold has always been the one that's been the more expensive of the two and the one that's declared more precious. But gold is the one that really is associated more with the sun and yang and man. And then silver Mm -hmm. is the moon and yin and woman. So it's interesting because we Mm -hmm. have this kind of culture that really isn't so kindly to women. And with everything is like gold has more value than silver, so that's an interesting aspect of it too.
1: That's that it's a very there's a very interesting way to look at it. I mean, it is very. I hate to say, I hate to sound this way because I know I'm going to be called every name under the sun by every so-called Chad out there. But it is very patriarchal. It is. It is. Yeah. When you think about it. It is. Um, and th- that's not to say oh we need a matriarchy. We just need a balance. We don't need one or the other. We need balance, you know, and I think that's the problem. I think when people say, when people ridicule the patriarchy, the, the uh, automatic response is, oh, you must want a matriarchy. No, I, w- I would hope not. No, it's, you need a balance. You need, men and women need to work together. You, this is the, I think the whole point of what I've been trying to say is, um, you know, Enough of this divisiveness, enough of the division, enough of the, um, you know, men hating women, women hating men, Um, and when it comes to the the so-called patriarchy, let's get one thing straight. Look throughout history, and this is this is something for the men. I I want them to sit there and think about this. Look throughout history. Who's been running the show? From what we can see, anyway, let, let's 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 put aside any conspiracy theory. Who runs the show? Men. Who writes the laws? Men. Who does all this stuff? Men. So it really hasn't been sunshines and rainbows, has it? You know. So yeah. You know, people people say, oh, we need we need to make sure we stick to a patriarchal society. Do we? Do we, are you sure about that? Is it working?
0: That's what I think. Is it working? It it
1: isn't
0: working. Yeah, Yeah. no, I don't think, I don't. And who is it benefiting? It's really just benefiting like the 1%. It's really not benefiting, you know, just regular folks. It's not.
1: Yeah. Anyway, um, uh, let's go ahead and I guess touch on this other article that you had uh, brought up.
0: Oh yeah. Let's just first answer this question that um, Shrimp Biscuits has for us in the chat what do you guys think of the skinhead movement from the (laughs) eighties and the nineties? Do you think it was a part part of it was to give uh, national socialism a bad name? And Max is saying he agrees with that because of the drunken tattooed skinhead. I think of like, we talked about this at one show, the romper stomper American history acts. Like I definitely think that some good um, genuine people are drawn to that, but overall I think it's really to give um, kind of an unsavory feel for, you know, people who would normally, look normal and be like normal racialists. What's your take on it?
1: This is, this is what I don't get. And this is, this is also gonna make me sound like a cook. Look at how the romper stop. Now I, I can be very critical of the black community. I can be very, very critical of Jews. I can be critical of mestizos, okay? But look at NS Germany. They, they were critical but they didn't go around overtly hating people. They wanted to keep their own. They wanted to create a nation for their own, but they didn't go out of their way to hate other people. It's very easy for us to do because we look at, again, this goes back to what I was saying earlier. When you see a video, when you see a picture, when you see a depiction, you have to ask yourself, why are you seeing it? What type of reaction is it trying to get you to have? You know, are you going to sit there and shake your fist and bang on the desk and punch the computer screen and get mad and seething mad? And That's what they want. They yeah. want you to do that. Of course. Right? Yeah. Now, look at, look at how, from what we can tell, from the videos we have, from the film we have, from the pictures we have, diaries, letters, you know, journals, newspaper clippings, etc. Look at how... The men and women acted back then. Did they act the way many people in these so-called movements act? Hell no. From what we could tell, from what we could tell, and they certainly—I'm not against tattoos—but they certainly didn't act, you know, like like most of these other people act. They didn't dress the way they did. They didn't have to shave their heads. Uh, they 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 didn't have to uh, get pissed drunk, you know. Uh, get yeah, yeah. They <laughs> and we've seen our share sure of that, yeah. Or or get into drugs, you know. And beat so people up, you know. This that too. I I yeah. I, I don't get and look. I, I'm right there with you. I look around the world. I, I I look at what's going on in 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 our cities and other cities around the world. I I see and hear what's going on in England with a lot of the Pakistanis and others that come in and do harm and, and it pisses me off and it makes my blood boil. And yeah, I get it. I get the anger and I get the hatred. Okay. It, it is a reaction, but it's a reaction that they want.
0: Mm-hmm. and they're,
1: they're doing a good job of it because it's really the only reaction that's left, unfortunately. But then we, we feed off that reaction. We built a whole community off that reaction and we think that reaction and that community and that outlook is what we need to have. And it's not working, is it? Unfortunately, nope. no. Because not we're not on the same page. We have men and women fighting amongst each other in these circles. Everybody's calling each other fed. Yep. <laughs> you know? Everyone's afraid to get docs. Yeah. And if you if you disagree, if you disagree with them, you're a Jew. <laughs> <laughs> how many times have you heard that one?
0: Yeah, or you're a pay gay. Don't you hate that one when the ex is called oh anyone who's not ex and a pay gay? Like, what the fuck does that even mean?
1: Like, I used to give, I used to give Zionist Christians so much shit until I ran into Christian identitists.
0: Oh gosh, the CIs. I... Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know those people are and, just uh... wow. I mean, you're right. I mean, yeah, I think to, to ultimately answer his question, um, sh- Shrimp Biscuit, I love that name. Me too. It's great. It, actually sounds, like a, it sounds like a really good breakfast idea. Anyway. It um, does. To answer, to, to answer his question, yes. I think the skinhead, uh, neo quote, neo-Nazi movement was deliberately set up from the get-go to ruin any real mm-hmm. Semblance of national socialism, or what it means to be a national socialist, or what it means just to be a nationalist, if nothing else. Mm-hmm. It, has, it is to further ruin the image that they made. It's, it, you know, because they can only give you so much World War II propaganda, they can only give you so many films about the Holocaust, but they really have a hard time when you think about it, they really have a hard time making the, the NSDAP look bad because. God damn it they looked so damn good didn't they yeah I mean, look they at did uniforms look at how the look at how the men and women were they were in shape they were healthy they were yeah. happy so they can only do so much so what do they what do they need to do just to tarnish that image more oh let's create let's create a group based off that or based off the premise called neo-nazi called skinhead called this called that here let's give you a guy named James Mason here he's one of yours here take him you know and that's what we're left with. Yep. And that's why this doesn't get anywhere. This is this is why it will never get anywhere. And these same people that follow that very mindset claim to love the NSDAP <laughs> so much, but they do not follow suit. It's no, like Christians who claim to love Jesus, but they've never read, read a single freaking thing that was attributed to him at all. Uh, it is the same mindset. Yeah. Do as I say, not as I do.
0: Yeah, well said. That's exactly what it is, and it's almost like an. It goes further than just the crass look. It almost like the NSDAP was a very respectful society to the sexes, and then this like this this skinhead look. These people are usually like at least in the Romper Stomper movie, getting drunk, beating the shit out of his girlfriend. Like you know that an NS an NS man would would never ever even entertain doing anything like that. You know, so it's like it's a complete inversion of the truth. And then we have all these like low level people who like circle around the bowel movement who are, you know, promoting rape on telegram. So they're, they're reinforcing this entire psyop and then other people are going to believe there's like this, like every, you know, racially conscious white person is like a supremacist or a neo-Nazi. They're doing pro bono work for the enemy, like 24 seven.
1: And here's the, here's the thing. I mean, just because you're,
0: and no, we're not white people. nationalists, by the way. Um, no, and we've
1: all we've all played, we've all we've all been in this in this uh, realm, and we've all been there. We've all had this mindset, you know. At some point or another, we've all been there. We've all shit posted, and yeah. Here's the thing: you don't have to overtly hate somebody to be a racialist, or to love your own people. And this exactly. is and again exactly again. Let me reiterate: I get it. I Get the anger, I, you. But it goes back to what I was saying earlier. When you see a, a video, when you see an image, and it's viral, and, and as horrible as that image is, okay, good, Well, not good, but terrible. Now, why are you seeing that image? It's to get you to react.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, now, I'm not. Don't take this the wrong way. I'm not trying to quote Fed posts, But when you see that image, are you going to go out and do something about it? Are you going to go out and stop that act? No, you're just going to sit there and bitch on Telegram or bitch on the line. Okay. That's what they want. Of course. You know, it's just like, you know, they, they create the situation. They create it. Problem, reaction, solution.
0: Yep. They're craft they're crafting the entire experience. Like I think in these These uh, anti-social media like analytics will actually study like how long you looked at a picture like they want to know all of this because they're they're socially engineering society and people are more emotionally reactive today than I think they've ever been before in history. I mean, the emotional reactivity is just it's insane. It's it's all across the board. It's like the quint uh, quintessential kind of like lib shit response, like professionally offended 24 seven. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, let's let's uh, get on this article that uh, you had
0: sent me. Oh yeah, this um, is um, this is crazy, folks. folks. So this is a word that this is a part of the whole transhumanistic, um, transsexual type of thing. So this is a word that's it's no longer oh, folk or vogue. <laughs> now look at the pictures. You're probably like, it's no longer vogue yeah. or folk like NSDAP. It's now folks with an X, like Latinx. This is just it's just a kek, kek, catch-all phrase for like everybody. So this is a website that is discreetly sending all types of products that uh, transsexuals would use right to your door. So they're making it easier and easier to disassociate from your body. What were you saying, oh my God too? <laughs> uh,
1: well, they're, they're 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 doing this little slideshow. yeah and there's a woman, I assume. and then there is not a woman. Clearly it's a guy. And then there's a mailbox, okay. And then there's clearly a gay guy. Because no guy wears that many rings and that kind of sweater.
0: Okay, I don't uh, think they're okay, the first picture, one of four, that's a guy. The second wait, one of
1: four is a guy? Yeah,
0: one of four is a guy.
1: Has the dream tattoo in her hand?
0: Yeah, that's a guy. That's a guy. That's a guy. Look at the stubble. Okay. Number okay, two is two, a guy too, with the cleavage. That's, that, that's a guy. Yeah, that's
1: that's yeah, that's definitely a guy. Number four is a gay guy.
0: Number four, four is a is a woman
1: actually. No way. No, yeah,
0: that's no. a woman on testosterone.
1: Are, you're pulling my chain. No,
0: I'm, I'm not. Like, it's gonna get. It's already. We're already like on the point at the point in society where sometimes you look at someone and be like, I have no idea what race that person is, but I just want to know now we're going to be like that with sex. You're not going to have a clue whether that was a pretty woman in a dress or whether it was a tranny.
1: See, here, here's the thing. This goes back to our initial topic. This further divides men and women because, you know, it's it's like somebody in the chat earlier in the show was saying that they don't even want to look for, uh, look for anybody. Yeah. And this would, I mean, if I was single, this type of crap right here would draw me away from wanting to date. Yeah, same. I mean, I I would already be very weary of dating because I would see a really good-looking chick, but I would be afraid, oh, my God, is she old enough? Because mm-hmm. I'm not trying to sound like a creep. I've seen high schoolers that could pass for college age. You know, and that's scary to me. I've got a 14-year-old son. I'm sitting there going, oh, dear God. So, yeah. Uh, yeah oh my god and
0: now it's yeah, not just um, the age thing you have to wonder like is this legit a woman you know or like if a woman like is no. looking for a man and saying is this really a man or is this a woman pretending to be a man
1: well, well shit maybe there are Hank Tabitha maybe there's something to this hook, hookup culture we're not seeing maybe oh my <laughs> maybe god it's a way for people maybe it's a way for people to get it out of the way first thing. okay i meet you let me see what you got okay all right we're good now <laughs>
0: This is like I can't even imagine like this is just so, so weird, like with, you know, young people or even people who aren't, you know, so young just navigating this and like also not just that, but navigating like people who are sympathetic to this, which, I, you know, I'm not the least bit sympathetic as, as everyone knows who listens. Like I don't tolerate one facet of this agenda, but this whole thing is just like permeating everybody like like a sponge, whether, you, you know, we want anything to do with it or not.
1: Okay, hang on, stop. I'm reading chat. Hugh Jackman is an invert. What's an invert?
0: Uh, Inverted, like, se- sex, like they call, like, EGI, oh, elite gender inversion. Not.
1: Hugh Jackman? <laughs> Hugh Jackman, the guy who played Wolverine. Come on, no. I've heard that before. Oh, you're pulling my chain here. <laughs> no. No, that's Wolverine. You leave Wolverine alone, damn it. No. No. When he popped out of the water and his claws went out, that was masculine. Come on. No. Don't do that to me. I'm not a comic book nerd, but I love that movie. I mean, <laughs> I'd, I'd have enjoy. to look into that, that cool. one more,
0: but anything is possible. Shrimp Biscuits has a um, question. Have you guys Yeah, I'm, I'm reading that now. Okay. Have you guys heard of the masculine dyke-looking chick, Jay's chick, Jay's hooking up with a feminine black dude? Um,
1: I don't think so. I, No, but i tell you what I have seen. I've seen these um, black women. Um, Some are, how can I put this? I wouldn't say masculine looking, uh, just normal looking women, you know, hooking up with these um, really nerdy soy boy white guys. Mm. If anybody's ever seen the movie Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, yeah. The the guy that plays Napoleon's cousin, the, the guy with the glasses and the mustache, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Now? Yeah. Okay. I, I swear to God, I was at a park last year or something like that. I'm walking down this trail, and I see this couple walking my way. It's a black woman and a white guy. The white guy looked like him to a T. <laughs> and I was like, I, 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 I had to turn my head because I was just trying to hold in, butt-gusting laughter. The moment I got into my car, I just, I, I, I went off. I
0: was laughing so damn hard. (laughs) Wow. And the dude Sean is saying white wellness. Hello. Hello. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. You don't even know these days. Like, um, and I've seen that, I've seen that combo a lot more kind of like a, a weak looking white guy with a black woman. That's like, they're, they're promoting that all over the Talmud vision too, everywhere. So.
1: Yeah, um, I, I don't. I don't keep up with any uh, type of shows or anything like that. I, I have my own shows that I'll stream on the streaming services, but I, I don't watch a lot of new stuff. My wife will. She'll watch. Um, there's a couple shows she likes. Um, one's called New Amsterdam. She likes that one, and that that promotes a gay. It doesn't promote it. It just has a character who's gay. And it has uh, uh, the main character hooking up with this black chick. Um, mm. There's another show called 911. She she watches, and that one that that one's just to me that every time it's just gay, it's cringy and gay, and I don't like it. I don't I don't watch that shit.
0: Yeah, I don't I watch any that. of that. And what Kepp is saying is is so true. Seeing the weird couples going out there. Is a new normal. Sadly, there's a lot of very mismatched people around there, and I always wonder. I'm like, are those roommates? Like, are those a couple? And yeah. now you can't yeah. even tell with the adverts, like on on YouTube. Like, is this is this two women who are in in relationship? Are they just you know living together? It's it's hard to see.
1: We. Uh... We were in we were in um, on vacation and we stopped in Savannah, Georgia, and we're walking into one of the shop and, and standing right outside the shop was a tranny. It was just a guy dressed in, in a dress and a skirt and a purse and nails and I mean clear, clear tranny. Mm. And we in my area we don't really see things like that. I I take that back. I take that back. Last year we were at a Walmart of all places, of all places. <laughs> In the, town of, in, the, in the town of Bristol, Tennessee, of all places, we're in a Walmart, and there are these two men. They're men, they're men, they're men. They're, they're it's. I call them it's. And I'm having to take a double take. I'm like, am I seeing what I think I'm fucking seeing? It's two guys. Both have long hair. Both have beards. Both have hairy legs. Both have hairy arms. And they're, they're wearing short skirts and tank tops and um, and i nudge my wife and she sees it and she's like what the fuck yeah it's I, <laughs> so uh to say that i don't see it would be an untrue i have seen it it's just not not as often you know it's it's not out there as much but a few times I've seen it, it's just like, holy shit, that's actually a thing.
0: Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I mean, I think I think you see it more in, at least I guess around here, where it's like more obvious would be like the city areas. Like I remember seeing like autogynephialic trannies, you know, like basically like men in hyperfeminized costume a lot, just like in, in Manhattan and stuff. But this was when it was like a fringe thing. And now it's, you know, all over the place. Uh, Professor Shrimp Biscuits has another question for us. How do you feel about a white person who mixed in the past and regretted it and then be- became turned on to white pride and wanting to be with their own? Um, I mean, I think that's a common situation that happens and I don't think that that's, you know, I think it's just, you shouldn't like beat yourself up over over it. I mean, I think you should just say, okay, you know, now I'm doing better because I, I know better. That's That's kind of the answer I would have for that. And I guess if you didn't um, have, you know, children that were mixed, it, of course, would be much and much easier question to answer than if someone someone did. But that that would be my take on it is that, you know, everyone makes mistakes and and we're all learning all the time and doing better, you know, if we're conscious of of doing better.
1: Yeah, I mean, we're not born with this knowledge. I remember when I was in high school and I was a teenager, I've never dated anybody outside my race, but I did. To have a crush on a girl who was black, but she was like a very light skin black, she had a great personality, and her and I got along great, but we never dated. I just thought that she was very pretty. Um, but that was when I was 15. We're talking well over 20 years ago now, yeah. Now, for if, let's say if somebody race mixed had a child and then you know embraced white, you know, white white power or, or you know, you embraced your own you know, white pride. Yeah. I would still love that child because it's your child. Of course. You know. And as the child got older, explain to that child when appropriate, when necessary, you know, your position. Um, my question would be, what does a race mixed person do? Now mm. my my wife's stepdad has a daughter who's mixed. He had an affair with some black lady years ago and, you know, popped out a daughter. And she's a cool person, but she's mixed. But she identifies as black. Of course. And she's married to a black guy. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. That's the problem with race, especially when it when it comes to black and white, is most mixed people identify as black.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Hardly ever do they identify as white. And I think that's what hurts whites so bad when they race mix is because you lose so much of your identity. Whereas blacks don't lose it that much. Yeah. And it's so hard to get it back. You know, that's the, it's again, this shouldn't be about hating the other race. It's easy for us to get mad at the other race. I am very critical of the black community for the way they behave, for the way they are susceptible for their behavior but it's it's not about hating anyone. It's about look. You need to stick with your own for a reason. Hell, even Muhammad Ali said it. Oh yeah, you know, he did. White, yellow birds stick with yellow birds. Blue birds stick with blue birds. Red, you know. He's like, I want to keep with my own. I want to keep my own beautiful black skin. And I'm like, okay, great, Muhammad. I want to keep my beautiful white skin. That's that's how everyone should look at it. Mm-hmm. And I and when they push when they push the look. If somebody, again, I'll be called a cuck for this one, I'm sure. If somebody truly falls in love with somebody of the other race, true love is blind, okay, don't care. But when it gets pushed as an agenda, as a norm, as something to be openly accepted without without consequence, that's the thing, that's the thing. It gets pushed as acceptance without any consideration for the consequences down the road yeah when you and there are mixed there are mixed people out there white you know white black mixed who have an identity crisis they don't know if they should identify as black or as white most of them default to black because they look more black than they do white but they have a white family you know how do they identify so it hurts the whites more than it does the blacks when there's race mixing involved it really does. That's what needs to be said and that's what needs to be brought out into the mainstream and that's what people need to talk about more openly. And it's sad that it doesn't get talked about. Unfortunately, what you get in these circles are people that shitpost.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: People that, that, you know, like you said, ball And again, I, I understand the anger and I understand the frustration, but do you think the, the normie crowd, do you think the masses that would otherwise be pulled into these circles, do you think they see it like that? No. They see the way you're acting and they run. And you yeah. wonder why we don't grow. You wonder why we don't get nowhere. You wonder why we don't get any kind of platform. That's why. And I've been I've been guilty of doing this myself. You know this. Mm-hmm. So I've learned from that. I can only ask that others learn from that.
0: Yeah, well said, especially now when the stakes are higher and it's so easy to fall into those, you know, those traps and just like what you just said about the race mixing, it's not based on this like intense vitriol for the other race. It's based on the love of our people. Again, a total and complete inversion. And what Max says right here, racialism is ingrained. They just beat it out of you from cradle to grave. They do. I mean, there's all these adverts for it. It's being touted as like, you know, a healthier thing. And, you know, all of these things are not true. I mean, I even think that some of these youngsters who are mixed are going to have more of a proclivity to go towards any of that LGBTP stuff because that Zoomer generation, I think one in six identify with that LGBTP thing. So it just makes for more disembodiment and you know more of this divisive nature. We need so much less of that, but it's creating more of it. And we have about, I think, two minutes left before we're going to get the, um, the warning from Podbean. So it's been a great show, great conversation. you have anything else that you'd like to say or anyone else in the comments in the chat have anything else they'd like to say?
1: Um, I'll just say if uh, if anybody's on Telegram, um, I, I guess we could put the uh, links in the description. But oh, yeah. I have, Your new, I have sh- new channels. channels, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've got my... Uh, uh, Telegram channels are uh, Wolf's Wisdoms, uh, the Martial Mystic, Mm-hmm. Which is a uh, a channel that uh, showcases you know martial arts around the world, um, uh, different things like that, and then uh, the Preserve, which is a nature cha- channel that I put on Telegram, just showcasing various nature scenery in my area, particularly when I go on little hikes and walks in the park and whatnot, uh, you know things like this, cute things like that, a little positivity. The Wolf Wisdom Channel is just a general chit chat. Um all different topics are put up there. And then I have my BitChute channel, which is Lone Wolf One. And uh yeah, I mean, yeah, that's that's about it. And, and like I said, I mean to, to just kind of you know bring back my point uh, of earlier and I'll, I'll try to make this very quick. When you see something online and it's viral and you ask yourself why are you seeing it? Why is it there? Why is it put out there? What what type of attention is it trying to get? What type of reaction? Exactly. Uh, when we're talking about the, you know, being racialist and racialism, yes, we can get very angry. It's very easy for us, and a lot of times it is wanted, but it should not be about that. It should be about preserving your own, sticking with your own, and hopefully well others said. can see that and they can follow suit.
0: Indeed. Well, we have about five seconds left, so I thank you all. Thank you, Josh and Satnam. Everyone, um, we'll see you soon. Okay, bye bye.
2: Bye bye.